Welcome to True North Nerds. Please keep hand, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Damn right I am. Set your phasers to sexy. Episode of True North Nerds. Yeah. This week, uh, a little bit of a relaxed fit episode. It's going to be the news and us just talking about some stuff. Uh, but before we get into all of that, we have Jen. Hello. We have Ryan. Hi. And no Kevin this week because he is uh, working at the North Pole, making yep. children happy. Yep. So you said this was going to be a relaxed fit episode, so I, I wore my jogging pants. Not that anybody can see, but sure. <laughs> Visual jokes on an audio podcast. It's funnier when you don't point that out. <laughs> Ryan? Yes? What's in the news this week? Oh, we got trailers. Yes, we did. We got trailers to talk about, my friends. Um, we're just Okay, we'll go with this one. We got Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, yeah. Yep. I watched that, I think. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, hot on the, he- the heels of the holiday special. Uh, now we get our first look at the, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, or Volume 3, which will probably be the final James Gunn Guardians of the Galaxy movie, since he'll be busy doing other stuff that we'll talk about later. Um, thoughts. What I liked it. What was the plot again? I, I'm keep every time I picture it, I'm picturing the the Christmas special. Um, they didn't really give us much of a plot yet. A I don't lot. think. Yeah. Um, it looks like the oh, what's his name? It's the um, the guy who likes to play with genetics. Brent. High the evolutionary. Space. That's his name. So that's who the villain in this movie is. So we do see him. We see, we you know, we see it appears like Rocket gets captured. Um, I think we're, we're going to get Rocket's origin in this movie. I uh, wouldn't be oh, surprised yeah. if it has to do with the high evolutionary. We see um, Rocket's girlfriend he, from the comics, the the otter. The otter. Uh, we, we see more Cosmo in this. Uh, we see a scene where the Guardians are walking through nowhere carrying um, Star-Lord. Is he dead? Will he survive? Um, we see a scene where Star-Lord is, is like yelling out as if he's, as if some, you know, he's screaming because he's at the loss of someone or something. Hmm. My money is we may lose Rocket in this movie. Oh. Yeah, there there seems to be a lot of like I watched a video that pointed out different things that sort of point to that. And there in both of the Guardians movies, he kind of mentions he doesn't have a lot of time, which this might mean that like his time is coming to an end. Yeah. But, oh. uh, 
I, I like the update of Adam Warlock. I'm kind of curious to see where he fits into all this. Yep. And uh, this is, in theory, this is James Gunn's swan song to the Marvel Universe. Yep. Mm. So that's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. And it could be the last time for a while that we see any of these characters. Yeah. Well, a lot of their contracts are up yep. uh, with this film. Uh, no, Dave Batista has kind of gone on record to saying that he is retired from the character. Yeah. Well, we'll see if uh, Secret Wars comes around and a money truck comes along and he's, yeah. you know, they have a part for him and he, you know, because I'll be like a few years from now and he went, oh, well, you know, that was fun. Yeah. Oh, the so and so and so and so are going to be there. Oh, okay. Everyone well, like, the money truck. Yep. The other side of it is, is Drax in the comics gets like reborn a couple times. Yeah, and is different kind of each time he gets reborn, kind of like a big Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like there, there is the th- thought that like they could do his character and continue with some of his memories, but have a completely different actor playing him. Who that really would could. be, I don't know. But um, after that, we pretty much got all like all these trailers like within days of each other. Or within the same day, like within hours. Uh, we got our first look at Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, Brent, I think you're probably the biggest Jones fan of the three of us on this in this podcast today. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I, I I like the, the trailer. I, I like the fact that they're leaning into the, the old age of... Uh, of uh, Doctor Jones, because at this point it, he, he is old. Yep. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. Um, I and like not just him too. Like Salas appeared as well, and it, it's nice to kind of have like they're they're kind of the two remaining guys, right? That they can bring back for it because the uh, the gentleman who played Marcus, so the, the actor's name escapes me, but he passed away a number of years ago, mm-hmm. and John Connery is obviously passed away as well. Yep. And uh, the, I, I believe they even wrote those guys. Well, I think the guy who played Marcus passed away before Crystal Skull, so they wrote both of those characters off when John Connery declined to be part of Crystal Skull. So uh, it's. Uh, I like that. I'm curious. Like, there's two sides of it. One is the movie look, looks like pretty decent. It, um, I kind of like the idea too of seeing what somebody else can do with the franchise because Spielberg and Lucas aren't as involved with this one. Mm-hmm. Lucas is on as a producer, and the not who knows how hands on he was, but Lucas is like, I, I don't think he's even on as a producer on it. He's essentially retired. So it'll be it'll be curious to see what somebody else can do with this property and how it makes out. And I'm also curious in like um kind of like a weird morbid way is how much of Crystal Skull they're going to keep in the Indiana Jones history. Like yeah, you know, Mutt is he is is he still going to like yeah is he still around is he still married? Yeah, uh, oh I can see him still being married or maybe Marion has passed away at this point yeah. or something along those lines. But the, the character of Mutt's the kind of this weird one that I'm like, I'm curious how they tackle this. Mm-hmm. Cause Shia LaBeouf yeah. is not in this movie and 
but do they do they acknowledge that the character exists or is this going to be a we're just not going to mention it and hope everybody forgets about <laughs> you it. Never he's heard off, of him. He's off doing his own adventures. <laughs> I um, saw a fun meme that about this movie, and it was like the most realistic thing about this Indiana Jones movie is that he's a eighty year old professor that refuses to give up his tenure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw that one too. Um, uh, my favorite clip from the film uh, from the trailer was the part in the. Uh, when he's in the office and he pulls his whip out, he just starts slapping the whip around and all this, and all these guys just pull their guns out and start shooting at him. It's like, <laughs> well, there you go. That that teaches you should have learned that lesson a long time ago. Yep. Don't bring a whip to a gunfight. Don't bring a sword to a gunfight. Like, come on. Uh, that and so there's rumors that the story is going to involve time travel. Oh. That this whole the dial of destiny is a, a time travel MacGuffin. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Giant alien skulls. See, yeah, I didn't like that one. I, I my yeah. thing with Indiana Jones is that I know he goes after legendary objects, basically, but he goes after legendary objects that have a basis in history. When he's going after, like, alien skulls, I'm like... Mm, well, the crystal skulls do exist. Not in the same fashion and shape and all that that happened in the movie, per se, yeah. but they are a thing that exists. And he survived a nuclear blast in a refrigerator, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, right. so that movie's coming. Um, next on their list, uh, ooh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts did not see the trailer for that because I have zero interest. <laughs> uh, well, I like Transformer movies, even though those last yep. couple were kind of eh, before the Bumblebee movie. Um, but uh, this one looks good. It looks like it's a, well, it's a continuation in the timeline of the stories and stuff with from the Bumblebee movie. So it's like more of a sequel to that. Uh, there is talk in the Transformer movie circles that uh, fans are still kind of wondering, is this a reboot? Is this a parallel? Is it a parallel storyline, like a parallel universe? Like have since these technically, like Bumblebee and this movie, year-wise, take place before the three Michael Bay movies. We the, these ones could all be considered prequels and be still leading to that. But with some of the stuff that we're seeing, like you know, with the beast, you know, being introduced and Optimus, spend, you know, being here on Earth, where. And the other one, he crashes, comes to Earth in the, that movie. Uh, are these now going to be? Are we doing a, like a JJ Star Trek thing, where this maybe the whole point of the beasts? Maybe they're you know, if you go into Transformer cartoon lore, the Beast Machines, like the the Predacons and the Maximals, are all from the future. They're like the evolution of the of the Autobots and Decepticons. And end up crashing on a prehistoric Earth before the Autobots and Decepticons wake up on Earth, but actually find the crashed Ark with the original G1 bots in it at one point and protect them from the Predacons trying to destroy them to change the timeline. So is this going to create an alternate timeline that this, that's how they're explaining it, so we can keep moving forward and not have to worry about 
bumping into the Michael Bay movies, and then eventually the end of you know that last movie, uh, the last night where it left all that all left off and never got answered. So time will tell. They'll figure out what they're doing and tell us. But that's uh, the fan talk. Uh, the the Autobots and stuff, the robot modes all look cool again. You know, we see RC, we see Mirage, we see Bumblebee and Optimus Prime. Yeah. Wheeljack's apparently in this one too. And the, uh, the 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 Maximals look pretty cool. So, I don't I look forward to it. Yeah, it looks okay. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see more. I like the fact that Ron Perlman is voicing uh, Optimus Prime, although. Yeah. Yep. Good choice. Uh, and then the other trailer we got for a big movie release was we finally got the full first full trailer for uh, the Super Mario Brothers uh, movie. I don't know Thoughts. if we watched the full one. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yes, we Just, did. You see him going through like training. You no, see, I don't think I saw that one. You see him going through the pipes. No, maybe we didn't. I don't remember him going through the pipes. Oh, it's funny. When, you know, no. Toad's going through. I them all retract nice and my statement. Oh, okay. I'm well. still really looking forward to this movie, though. This is also the one where you see him. You see him with Donkey Kong. Mm, well, yeah, that we definitely haven't seen that one. Hmm. Somehow missed it. Okay. Oh, well. I'm still yeah, looking see, forward to you it. You see Donkey Kong beat up on him. I thought we watched that one, Brent, you and I, at the store, but maybe we didn't. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, I think, yeah. Go ahead. I'm looking forward to it. And the more we see of it, the more, you know, it looks like it's, it's going to encompass more than just Mario Brothers. Like, yeah, we see in this trailer, you see Donkey Kong. And it almost looks like, you know, you see him and Mario and Donkey Kong getting ready to battle in almost what looks like a Smash Brothers style arena. So maybe will this lead, you know, lead to some kind of Smash Brothers thing where you get a bunch of other, you know, in the future, other characters showing up. But, uh, yeah, it looks good. I'll go see it. Yeah. Um, oh, we got a new trailer for season two of The Bad Batch. Did you guys see that? I nope. did. I did. Okay. Um, looks good. Looks interesting. Yep. It's a Bad Batch. Looking forward to it. Uh, we don't have long to wait for the new season. It starts streaming on Disney Plus on January 4th. Yeah. And uh, moving firmly into uh, the Empire era yes. of of Star Wars. Yes. Oh, cool. Still early Empire, but yes. Um, there's been no sustain with Star Wars. Uh, we've uh, gotten some set pics leaked from the set of the the Acolyte, which, which is one's the, the Acolyte. That's the show that takes place during the New High Republic era. Oh yeah, and it's supposed to be a, apparently like a show of maybe like a Sith acolyte that's I don't know if they're undercover in the Jedi Order or something like that, but it's supposed to be following like a Sith person. Cool. Uh, the photos that have, that have been shown are have shown a lot of Jedi characters. Uh, one that stands out the most is there's um oh, I can't remember the the Darth Maul's race. So the oh, one with all the yeah, horns. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, minus all the tattoos. She just looks normal, but she's got the has like a bunch of horns, and it's a female. And then um, the other, the coolest one is there's a Wookiee, and it almost looks like the Wookiee from the one from some of the comic covers, where he's got like the uh, like the cloak, yeah, uh, like the little kind of half vest thing going on. 
he looks pretty cool. So uh, we're going to have a, a looks like a, a Wookiee Jedi in that. And oh, back uh, in the Bad Batch trailer, the young Wookiee from last season, it looks like they show up again. Uh, but this time, this Wookiee's force sensitive now because you see him force pull a lightsaber. So I always uh, love more Jedi content in Star Wars. Yeah, me too. I don't mind like just the regular stuff. Like Andor was cool. It's good. It's great. It's a good part of Star Wars that needs to exist. But I need stuff with the Force. Like I need my, my I need my Star Wars. I need my wizards. Me too. And okay, so moving away from that end of the world, we've got some stuff coming out of DC, uh, out of the James Gunn camp and stuff like that. Uh, so rumor has it that Mr. Gunn has already or has scrapped Wonder Woman three, Man of Steel two, and a few other legacy DC universe character projects. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, that's interesting. So, and I approve because you know you know me and all of the. Big DC names. I'm can't. I'm sick to death of them. Yeah. So in a statement that he shared on Twitter, uh, Mr. Gunn wrote, "So as for the story yesterday in the Hollywood Reporter, some of it is true, some of it is half true, some of it is not true, and some of it we haven't decided yet whether it's true or not." <laughs> and then following up, uh, he assured Superman fans that the Man of Steel is a still a key figure in the. Uh, DC Universe uh, moving forward because there was some some. I'm really interested in... to see where he's going to take it. Yeah, well, there's some rumors and and there's like the stories coming out that apparently he that he uh, was having an issue or he had a problem with um, oh, what's well uh, with Henry Cavill or something didn't like him or didn't think he would you know like him as an actor or but they've, they've come kind of come he's come out and squashed that and said no no like, he has no problem with him and. Yeah, there might also be a deal in place that he can't really get around without there being like a, a huge payout or something. Payout, especially after you know. So and with that in you know. So with that being said, there was a story this week that uh, the high ups at the DC were not happy with the Rock's constant hyping of the return of Henry Cavill as Superman. Yeah, and his all that 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 when that was going on, yeah. uh, plus. Uh, uh, the other movies that apparently have been canceled was it sounds like there was a Michael Keaton Batman movie, which was more or less going to be a Batman Beyond movie that's been now been scrapped. Yeah, mm, which is a, a shame, a but yeah, uh, it sounds like in that script he was also the the uh, the it was also going to pick up the romance between Catwoman and Batman. So we may have seen, uh, seen that picked up from uh, the old, from the original movies. So, yeah. Oh, well, oh, we'll see if ultimately how all of this goes. Yes. It's, it's hard to say right now. And like, even his statement doesn't say what's true and what's not. No, exactly. It's still a lot of talk and a lot of stories, but it's worth, it gives us something to chat about. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the last little bit of DC, and my last little bit of news. Um, so the long-awaited The Flash movie has had its release date moved up by one week. It will, now, it will now premiere in theaters on June 16th. So still like six months away. 
all I care is, like, oh, I hope this movie's good. I just, but really, it could be a big smoking pile of shit. As long as I get a McFarlane DC Universe Michael Keaton style Batman, Batman. <laughs> out of this movie toy line. That's all I want from this from this movie for toys. That oh that and it might be asking a bit much, but I would also love an '89 Batmobile in scale. Like we got this, we got the the '60s Batmobile. Give me an '89. You know, for all the trouble that Ezra Miller has been stirring in the news, I'm still looking forward to the Flash movie. I I really like them as the Flash. I, well, the movie's story sounds because you know, it's, it's almost like a bit of a flashpoint and then going through the universe and changing story history and different people showing up. It sounds interesting. You know, it should hopefully it will be good. So I am looking forward to it as well. It's just I wish it wasn't in you know June. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know we'll see. I, that's a movie at this point that I'll 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 believe it when it's actually in theaters or on streaming or whatever they yeah. decide to do with it. Well, I believe can't it see when them I'm sitting there with my popcorn. Yeah, I can't see them deciding to totally scrap this one like they did Batgirl. Yeah, even there's too much money put into this one compared to even compared to Batgirl. And yeah. with, I don't see James Gunn doing that. Like now that there's a new people in charge, I don't see him well, scrapping. Yeah, completely. And it's not like, really like. Again, it's done. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. I, like I said, uh, the we'll see. We'll see how it all goes at the uh, at the end of the day. Yes. But. Uh, uh, I speaking of uh, going back to trailers, the uh, video game awards were this week. Oh yes, they were too. And yeah. a bunch of new game trailers got announced. Um, so as like a bunch of the kind of like usual suspects, you know, there's a new Street Fighter coming out, which I don't know, looks cool, but it's a Street Fighter game and um, new Tekken game and. Uh, they they also showed another clip from S- Super Mario Brothers because that the, the movie because that makes sense. Um, but the the one that really caught me was yep. there is a new Hellboy game coming out. Yes, and it looks like peeled out of the the Minola comic. Yeah, they, like they totally the art style on it. Yeah. Yeah, cell shaded and really, really well done. I'm just curious what the gameplay is like for it. Yeah, it looks super cool. Yeah, I, I the only thing is, is like, man, should have ponied up some money to get uh, either David Harbor or uh, Ron Perlman to do the voice for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know who it is, and and maybe it's even a temp voice in in the trailer because there's like. No release date, just what systems it's coming out on. It's not going to be super graphic running because it's going to be available for everything from uh, Xbox One and Switch, PS4 to the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. So, yeah. Hmm. So, most wide release games, though. Yeah. Well, we're, we're starting to get in that, in that era where things are are now being released just for the next generation of systems, right? Like that, that new Batman game, for instance. 
Oh, you that mean, came out? Well, uh, Gotham Knights. Oh, that one. Okay, the one that's already yeah. out. That that's only available for it, and 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 even like there was a trailer for the next uh, DLC for Cyberpunk, and I believe that's only going to be for next gen systems too. Mm. Which makes sense. We're at the tail end of the life cycle for the the, the ones that you, Jen, and I own, yeah. unfortunately. But. Yeah, the trailer for Final Fantasy 16 looked really cool, too. But unless it's a turn-based RPG, I can't play it. <laughs> uh, they did show a new trailer for that Jedi Survivor. The, yeah. The, the sequel to the... the, the, to the uh, what's it called now? The other Jedi game. Uh, yeah, the, the last one. Yeah. Uh, we got a, our first look, or listen, and hear, you know, hearing uh, um, the Batman in uh, the Suicide Squad, where Kevin Conroy will be doing, uh, forcing Batman. It was one of the last things, uh, Bat- I guess the ba- last Batman role yeah. we're passing. That's a, oh, I wonder if we can, if we're going to be able to play that game, because it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. I like the idea, like, especially they showed that, that clip from it yep. where Flash is like unconscious and, and Boomerang's uh, looking forward to like murdering him if he can yep. get away with it. And uh, and how like Batman is all eviled up. And Harley Quinn's like, oh, he's not going to kill us. He's just going to beat the crap but out of us. Batman doesn't kill before. people. He doesn't kill people. No, she it was weird. She calls him Bruce. Did you catch that? No, I did not. Huh. Yeah. She goes, hey, Bruce, how you doing? <laughs> and that's why he kills everybody. Yeah. It's also the, uh, the game where Samoa Joe is voicing uh, King Shark. Oh, nice. I forgot about that. Yeah. Because I remember Ron Funches made a, a slightly jokey comment about it. It's like, he comes in to rest like it now. He's taking my job. But yeah, well, it's it's been a while since I've been super excited for any game, to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh, did you see the the last game I've ever seen a trailer or an image is for was there was another new Ghostbuster game, but it's a no, it's a Sony PlayStation VR game. Oh, well, that'd be cool. Yeah, it would be fun to be, you know, because you got your, you know, you see them having to use the PKE meters and then using the proton wands. And at one point, the guys, the guys say, oh, no, I'm covered in mini marshmallows. And you see he's having to like, swat them off himself because he's covered in mini marshmallow man. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But it's, sadly, it's Sony and VR. So, yeah, which means none of us were going to play it. Probably, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, I sent this to your brother as a complete side note. Did you see that somebody has built as a map for uh, Halo Infinite the uh, AEW arena? No. <laughs> and it's really good. I watched the video walkthrough of it, and like whoever did it did a really good job. That's funny. How do you? How would they have built that? I wonder. Uh, using, I guess, I think it's in the PC version. Uh, Forge is still a thing. It might be in the the one link. Oh well, yeah, no, I, I, think, well, I think they were planning on introducing Forge at some point. Yeah, in the paid version. But I mean, like, how would you build an, a wrestling arena? 
know, they they managed to do it. Video game people are creative. Yeah. Yeah. So is that it for the news for everybody? That's what I got. Oh, give give Jen a minute. She sneezed. Oh. I muted the microphone. Yeah, I could hear you through the floor. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it for me for news. I don't think I have anything. No, that's okay. It's a it's a little bit of a slower period. You know, we we went through this last year with the with Kevin as well. Uh, oh, yeah. being, for being news, off for the month and busy like crazy. Well, yeah, yeah life, life is busy, but uh, is super busy. pop culture news is slowing down for us. Because, like, you know, it's Christmas time. Yep. Yeah. Um, crap, what was I going to say? I was going to actually bring something up. Oh, that, well, so here's an interesting talking point, because we're, we're at that time of year, mm-hmm. is uh, Avatar The Way of Water is coming out. Yep. Uh, and, like, you, you have interest in it, and other people do. But uh, I'm just curious at how well... Do we think this movie is going to do like even Jim Cameron is kind of questioning it because it's like it's been so long since the last one. And it, it, like it's more along the lines of like, is this going to, you know, be the movie that they were thinking of it? Because there's what like there's already one other sequel that they filmed, right? Yes, I believe they've already filmed two and three, and up they've started or they have parts of four. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think there's even talk that either four or if not, then if they do a fifth, one of those two, um, is going to take place on Earth. Oh, or part or part of okay. it will take place on Earth. Yeah. So. The avatars get in spaceships and fly to Earth to fight to, to fight back and and reclaim Earth and save it, find its spirit and save it. There you go. I just wrote the script for you, James. <laughs> so, what's your question? How much do you think we're gonna? Do we think this is gonna make money? Yes. Well, do you do? You, is it going to? Yo, know, I think it's going to make money, but is it going to be the big honk and hit the last one was, or are those days over? I don't think it's going to do the same kind of money as the last one did. No. The last one, on top of being, you know, I I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the movie. But it was groundbreaking 3D at the start of 3D. So some people went and saw it just for that. Yeah. And it made money, you know, it made a good portion of its money just because of that. Now, it did have legs and it kept it stayed in the theaters well past the gimmick of it being 3D. Plus, it's been put back in theaters multiple times in the last 15 years since it was made. Um, just to try to keep its record as the top box office, right? Every so often they kept doing that with when they were fighting with Avengers. Mm-hmm. Or Endgame or whichever one it was. Of the Avengers mm-hmm. movies. Uh, I believe it's opening in China. So it's going to get the Asian marketplace as part of its money. Yeah, but where... that's not even a consideration these days. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't know what has changed, but like the, there's been a ton of stuff where it's come like they just like it's an it's a nice bonus, but they're not counting on it like it was for a couple of years ago. I think the big thing there is is COVID and the, the and, and the offshoots and the other 
ailments. Um, because they still, like, if you really listen to the news, there are still times when they're, you know, when you when you can start to hear that there's quarantines and spots in China still off and on. Yeah. Um, it's just there's too many people there. Yeah. Um, I hate to say it, even if you start looking at our numbers right now, apparently our numbers in, in the province or even just in this area are up again, but they don't oh, know. That if doesn't it's, surprise me. Well, and they don't know. The, they're not saying it's all COVID because of the other respiratory ther- uh, ailment that's like that young, that usually afflict, afflicts younger people. That's also going through, you know, every, the province right now. That's also skewing the numbers because they both have the same symptoms. And yeah. if you do the uh, the rapid test, then it's still you may not have COVID, but have this the other ailment, and it shows it'll still test positive because it's the same type of thing, you know, an upper respiratory infection. But um, I think it's still going to be you know, a lot of people. the The movie going public has not returned to the theater like it was pre COVID. No. Um, I was talking to a gentleman that works at the theater that, you know, your, your former coworker, he stopped oh, by the store yeah. that yesterday and I asked him about all this. I asked him what, how the, how things were at the theater and what his thoughts were. And he's like, yeah, nothing big is going through. They're, they're looking forward to avatar because they hope it's going to bring people into the theaters, but the pre-sale numbers aren't there. Like, it's yeah. not, it's not blowing the doors off or anything. Yeah, well, it's it's one of those things that like I think it might like it might be too late to like in some ways, or like had it been earlier, it would have done much better. Because like, what do you mean uh, by earlier? Like earlier in the year, or like years ago? No, like years ago. Yeah, I yeah, think so too. It's hard to have a sequel come out this late. And like what Ryan was saying, with all of the other complications and confusions that are going on, like I think it might have an initial burst just of people who saw the first one and remembered how cool it was, and then I think it, it'll die down pretty quickly. Yeah, because we're talking about a movie that you know came out what thirteen years ago? Yeah, like two thousand and nine. For- it was like 14. Remember, uh, I think Julian looked it up for us. It was like 14 years ago or 13. But yeah, now, yeah see, I, don't know if, I don't even know how much that's going to hurt it because I think the people that really liked it, like, you know, that then are going to want to see it now anyway. I yeah, but the are they going gonna, to go see it in theaters? Well, yes. Well, so, yeah, and I, don't that's... Think, I think that's that's a matter of the, the where we live now. People have gotten used to waiting and watching things at home, watching yeah. on demand, having the same time releases. Um, we just the just the the thrill and the need to go to the theater um, hasn't come back. The golden age of sold out theaters, pre sales on Thursday nights for you know the first night of the movie starting, uh, that's that's gone. That's done. Yeah. And and movies have gotten a lot more expensive. Like I know they're trying to recoup their losses, but like ticket prices have gone up, uh, concession stand prices I think have gone up. I you I mean now even if you buy, buy tickets on the mobile app, which they're encouraging you to do, there's still like a three or four dollar charge for using the app. Well, yeah, so, I, I, like, which I didn't I didn't realize, but uh, the employee uh, our friend there mentioned it to me was that uh, I guess. 
yeah, to buy tickets online, there's I guess a dollar fifty surcharge. Yeah. Um. Now well, I, I, think I, it's I more assume than that. that. Well, he said a dollar fifty. So. And he works there, I so I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna agree with him. Okay, fair I'm enough. Not gonna, um, but and I, I thought you know, and I thought of that. Okay, I remember that. That's then we used to get that when we were doing the you know, the Ultra AVX 3D pick your seat theaters. Like, okay, yeah, we're paying a little bit extra to pick our seats, but now all the theaters are pick your seats. So they, and it's like oh, so they've added this charge, which. I can understand it for the 3D Ultra AVX, but if it's just a regular theater, like some of those small ones, and you're making you're charging me extra to pick my seat, I'll just you know now that I'm thinking about it, say I'll just look and see and say, oh, it's pretty empty. Guess what? I'll just wait and buy my ticket when I show up at the theater and yeah. pick my seat and not get the extra surcharge. Yeah, and I know. sneak in my own drink. Yeah. <laughs> The the interesting thing was so uh, as we have mentioned previously on episodes, uh, one of uh, Ryan and I's coworkers at Big B is nineteen. So mm. I I asked her uh, a week or two ago because like she would have been how old? Like she would have been six. Yeah, I guess when it came out. So she she didn't experience it in theaters. Is it like amongst people she knows around her age? Is there like interest for this movie? And her her answer was like, well, typical Kaya <laughs> was, oh yeah, I don't want to see it at all. <laughs> but she did admit like she thought that like there is a definite group of people like in her peer group who are really looking forward to this. So. Yeah, because as much as they may not have seen it in theaters, they could have seen it, you know, multiple times on home video, a DVD, Blu-ray, you know, over and over again. However, they, you know, took in their content as kids, right? They would have been that right kind of age to maybe clamp onto it and watch it over and over and over again. Yeah, so I I guess we'll we'll see at the the end of the day uh, how well it does i i like jim cameron as a filmmaker i just yeah. uh, i wasn't a huge fan of avatar like uh, i <laughs> i understand why but i kind of why he never made a follow up to true lies but that's the jim cameron movie i really wanted a sequel to well and then we were watching a bunch of stuff on youtube about titanic and now i kind of want to watch titanic again cuz i watched it when it came out in theaters originally back in what 1997 and i haven't seen yeah. it since then really um, yeah i remember oh, wow. that it, it freaked me out i didn't like the 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 ship sinking um and my i remember my english teacher at the time when i told her that uh because i was still in high school she yeah. was like oh maybe you you were uh a, you <laughs> died when you were on the titanic in a past life and that's why it freaks you out <sighs> that's funny <laughs> She was uh, she was a fun teacher. Uh, <laughs> I can remember seeing that movie in theaters. I saw it, I think, uh, at least a couple times with my girlfriend. I saw it time. at least twice. Um, and remember, there was a there was an intermission. Yeah. During yeah. that movie, because they had to change the reels, so they did the intermission to get up and stretch. Yep. Um, I remember watching it one time in the theater in Penetang. With my girlfriend and my best friend at the time and his girlfriend. And we're all sitting there. And there's these two people sitting behind us that just kept talking and making the most uh, inane comments. 
Uh, when they're doing the tour of the boat, and they and she makes the comment about there not being enough life life lifeboats, and he's like, "Oh, well, don't worry, it's okay," and all that kind of stuff. And then she, like the woman behind us was like, "Oh, they should have put more lifeboats on that boat." It's like, yeah, that's what they just said in the movie. Yeah, no, no, they didn't. And hindsight's twenty twenty, lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as, and instead of making other comments about you know and things like this, it's just like. Yeah, we, we, we're listening to the point where my friend turned around and asked me, say, hey, I paid to listen to the movie, not to you guys. Can you shut up? <laughs> so, of course, they, they didn't appreciate that from a couple of <laughs> you know, 17, 18-year-olds. So this classy lady as she was, um, we all I hear is her, oh, if he turns around again, you should slug him. You're not going to put up with that, are you? He's like, yeah, if he turns around, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach him a lesson. And I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I look at my friend, and he was already turning around. <laughs> and of course, oh, yeah? they did, they did nothing. <laughs> and then uh, when intermission came around, they got up and moved, and they never came back. So <clears throat> in the end, we won. They shut up, and then they left. <laughs> and then, yeah, I owned that on VHS. So I watched it a few times over the years. Not as many as our friend uh, Kayla. But uh, <laughs> has she actually seen it that many, or did she just own that many oh, VHS copies? I'm sh- no, she watches it because that's what oh, okay. she watches it on her VHS uh, <laughs> on her little tube TV, and she collects them. So, yeah. Does she need another tube TV? Because we've got one. <laughs> she lives in Brantford. <laughs> I want to get rid of it. <laughs> Take it to the electronic recycler. Yep, that's where it's gonna go. Uh 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 uh. Yeah, it's there's a it's it's going to be an interesting thing to see how movies theatrical releases do in the next year or two. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, like remember when? Well, I guess pre Endgame. Anytime a Marvel movie came out, we had to buy our tickets ahead of time, even if we wanted to see it on the Thursday night, and then get there, you know, pick our seats, whatever, pay all, and the theater would be full. Yeah, but post end like uh, uh, yes Endgame, it's like, even the Marvel movies, uh, maybe Spider Man. But other than Spider Man, I can't think of any of them being full. Any of the times I went and saw them. Yeah, and yeah. I mean even us like we do this podcast, so we review a lot of movies. But I mean, I. I'm more inclined nowadays to wait till it comes at home and then just watch it at home instead of going to the theaters. That's I do just because still... you hate people. That's not <laughs> all the reason. <laughs> I I just I don't know. There's now it's something I still enjoy going to the theaters because I do like to have popcorn. Um, but it's not like a weekly thing anymore. It's not like oh it's Friday. What do you want to do? Oh let's go to the movies anymore. It's like more. It's Friday. What do you don't want to do? Oh let's see what's on Disney Plus. Like, we just have the access to the movies so much more readily available that there is almost no point in going to see it in theaters. Nope. Nope. And it comes so quickly, too. Yeah. 45 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like, right now, there we are getting into that time of year. Like, it's not as bad as February is. But there's there's not really a lot to see. Yeah. I still would like to see a violent night before it 
heads out of theaters, but I, I have a sneaky suspicion I'm just not going to get the chance. Yeah, I, I kind of like, feel that way too. I assume it will be on by Christmas, like or or shortly after. It is a very Maybe. seasonal movie. Yeah, I can see it being in theaters until the until the new year, because what else is coming out to replace it? Yeah. Well, Avatar. Yeah, but right? this one like, movie. Uh, yeah, but uh, and, Avatar and it, just, and it just opened last week, so yeah. And all the uh, the Oscar bait movies should be uh, headed towards screen shortly too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd throw that out there because I'm like, it's, I, I liked, I really liked the original Avatar in theaters. I haven't been a fan at home. Like it was the 3D is really what sold it for me. Not that it's bad at home or anything, but it's just like, eh, it's three and a half hours and it's a, a story that has been told numerous, numerous ways. And without the the special effects, it just doesn't do as much for me. So I was, but like, I know it does a lot for other people like hell Disney was banking on it at one point. They made a whole land in, uh, in one of their theme parks based around it, which I've heard is a really cool and submersive area. Cause when you go into it, they've done the, uh, they've built, they've done the, I, the, what's the, I, 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 the, I, you know, yeah. Islands. Islands, the, or like the, the, the sight lines. That's the word I was looking for oh. in a way yeah. that. When you do look, like you don't see the rest of the park, like you don't see outside of Pandora. So like, you've got the floating islands and everything's hidden, and you're kind of like sitting there, like wondering how did they make those things float like that? Like they did their, you know, imagineering to it and did it well. That is pretty cool. And they there's did also like, like the Potter walkway where you walk and it like glows like underneath your feet. Yeah, all the fluorescent stuff, or yeah, the plants, and yeah. it'll be. I was gonna say, even though I didn't really enjoy that movie so much, I would still like to go to the land in Disney World just to see what it looks like. Yeah, for sure. Maybe buy a couple of their animals. <laughs> Depends how cute they are. <laughs> oh yeah, no. If we end up going to uh, any of the Disney parks with um, Batu, oh, I'm gonna spend so much money on plushies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to it. Yep. One of these days. One of these days. Maybe after I win the lottery. Me too. Or the recession ends or whatever. <laughs> Good whatever <luck>. comes first. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. So what else is going on? <laughs> oh, we had fun last night. We did. Yeah. Talk about that. At, uh, at the freaky wizard playing, uh, some card games and board games. Mm-hmm. Had some some tasty drinks. Yeah, it was good. So like, I am I am not a big board game card person. I'm didn't don't really like it. But apparently, if you put me in a nerdy environment and feed me sugary drinks, I really like playing games. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of fun, and I mean, we were there for what, like two and a half hours. hours and it didn't yeah. even feel like it. Like the guy gives the last call and I was like, holy crap, it's 10 o'clock already. Wow. So I want to go back. <laughs> yep. I think next time if we have like a big group like that, we should play, uh, what is that? Code names. Cause that's just like a six person game. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been, you know, that, that one's a fun game from what I've watched online. Um, I, there's some of those games I would love to try. Like, I know that Kevin has that one 
like the house on the on the hill or something that's a very involved game but yeah i've, I've watched a, vid- a bunch of videos of people playing these more involved games that i would love to play it's just yeah finding have people that to want dedicate to dedicate to it that or just finding people that want to play those games too yeah like uh i i used to really like a game called twilight imperium mm-hmm. that's kind of like um dune-esque in terms of like the 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 background behind it like it's a science fiction based game but you can like win an attack through different methods like you can attack via commerce you can attack like in just out, outright war and stuff like that um you can like vote the other guy to death and like it was a fun game but you had to dedicate like at least three hours to it <laughs> at minimum and that's a that's a hefty thing to ask of people these days yeah well, we, and but, we were watching one of the uh the wrestler toy hunts today and uh they bought 13 dead end drive oh yes I saw that he part. saw there and now i kind of want to play that because basically you're trying to murder whoever's pictures there and that sounds like fun <laughs> well no you well, yes, you're trying to murder, but the the person Unless the picture person is up is, is trying you. to is trying to leave the house. I think yeah. or something. Yeah, I've never I've, played it. I'm, I'm like, I, yeah. I think you should try. I've that. I don't think I ever played it either. No, I've only I've, I've watched a video. I watched uh, I guess the Achievement Hunters on one of their uh, their game play days uh, videos, or whatever they played that game. Uh, yeah, it looks it looks fun. All those types of games. Um, I haven't finished that video yet. I was watching that a little bit of that before. Uh, we started. Oh, we started. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I spoiled the ending. No, I saw that part. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I got. I got past uh, that. I. Uh, I. I was also surprised that that uh, that card game based on uh, using the branding of Blockbuster Video. Oh, the trivia yeah, that game. Was fun. Yeah, yeah, that was actually quite fun and like pretty easy. Like the, the mechanics weren't hard once we got the hang of it. Yeah. We discovered pretty quickly that Ryan and I had accidentally cheated. <laughs> well, no, we just didn't know that we couldn't. Well, use we didn't sequels. know that. Yeah, we all accidentally cheated once. I cheated accidentally once too, but yeah. we just disqualified mm-hmm. that. <laughs> That's the tricky part. But I saw those. Like I said, I've seen those. That game was for sale at the formerly Extreme Dollar in Barrie, up yeah. uh, in the north end next to the PetSmart. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much it was because I didn't look at it that closely, but now I might go and pick it up if it's still there. Yeah, yeah you, it was also look, nice. Go ahead. No, no I was just going to say to tell people it's, it's the game where when you see it, it looks like an old VHS like packaging. Yeah, a little bit bigger than a V than a standard VHS, and it has like, just the big blockbuster logo in it on on yeah. the front of it. Um, I I also liked. Uh, the fact that the the place was seemed to be doing well, at least the day we the night we were in there. Yeah, it was packed. Yeah, felt a little bad when that family with little kids came in and there was like no room at the inn. Kind yeah, of thing. Well, but it, well, it happens. I think if they asked, they may have set up a table or something for you know in the back or something for them. Yeah, I saw them maybe. pull out more ch- more chairs for that other couple that showed up. Oh, okay. Saw them find some more chairs from the back, so. But uh, the we had well, I had a, a flying monkey beer while we were there. The mutants are revolting, which makes you ask: Are they revolting because they're revolting? Like, uh, or are they revolting against you know, damn the machine, damn the man, <laughs> the mutants? 
Either way, it's a tasty beer. <laughs> and you had what? You had a velvet. Oh, it was another flying monkey velvet something yeah. bubble. It was yeah. a sour. Yes, I was which uh, I have grown want... fond of the last little while. So yeah, I was testing you to see if you remember the name because you said you liked it, and Jen said you're not going to remember the name of this, are you? I, I enough of right. it that I can find it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like you don't know where the brewery is. Yes, yeah. I'm sure if you went to the brewery and said that that whatever you said would. Yeah, it just looked in the in their case and was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. That and then we, I had the. Uh, freaky beer. Mm-hmm. That's the butterscotch and ice cream. The non-alcoholic uh, one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, super sugary and sweet and tasty. Yeah, it was pretty good. I had the fluffy unicorn or prancy. I don't know. It was a pink unicorn. Something, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was okay. It tasted more like uh, I I didn't mind, but I was expecting milkshake, and I got more strawberry milk. Mm-hmm. Which was still good. It had whipped cream on it and like pop rocks, so it was still enjoyed it. Um, and I also had uh, a hot chocolate, which was really yummy, with lots of whipping cream. And then we all got queso and chips to, and salsa and chips to share. And yeah, it was a yep. really nice time. Yep. See, so I don't hate people. I just hate some people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate the people that we spent the evening with. There you go. Which is good because you two were two of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks. Yay. <laughs> yeah. So if you're in uh, the Barry area, check out the Freaky Wizard. It was like five bucks for uh, basically all you can play. So yeah. you pay them five dollars, you can play. You stay as long as you want, play any board games you want that they have. Um, oh, they also had something else that I saw that was really cool. It's called um, like a picnic fee. And you'll have to look at their website to see what it actually is. But if you want to bring in your takeout, to their restaurant cafe to play games while you're eating your takeout food. You can do that. They just charge you a picnic fee, which I think is great. And it's very smart. Yeah. So if you don't like whatever there's, they've got at their cafe and you want to order a pizza or you can bring it in. You just have to pay the picnic fee. Yeah. And there's a, there's a pizza hut right next to two stores down. And then there's like, was that a Thai or a Chinese food restaurant next door? I didn't see. No, what, some what food it was. Yeah. Some not some um yeah, food like that restaurant. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, lots of picnic options. What's what's yep. that? Hang on, let me look up their actual website. Just freakywizard.com. No idea. Hang on, give me a second, I'll look it up. We can plug them proper like. Yep. Freakywizard.com. It is at 130 Bell Farm Road in Barrie. Yeah, up by the college. So if you're local, go check them out. Invite us to come play games with you. <laughs> I, uh, a side note, I took a look at the, the comics that are coming out this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, not some bad ones. It's uh, uh, Of course, it's a big week for Batman Spawn. Yes, that one comes out. Yeah. And then there was, uh, uh, I think, the X-Men, first X-Men issue of the Dark Web series comes out. Yep. Um, I didn't really look dig through the boxes to see what was coming out. I did up the uh, the list for tomorrow. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a bit of a preview and looked through the boxes a little bit. Didn't get to read anything today. We were pretty busy at certain points. So yeah, I, the only one I read on done. the only one I read on Saturday was I got to read. I read Gargoyles. 
last week's big book. Oh yeah, I gotta did, read my copy still. Did you like it? Yeah, no, I liked it. It felt like a you know, it felt like you were part of the the, the continuation of the cartoon. Yeah. Did you uh, did you get to read the do a power bomb yet? Yes, I did read that one. And such a good book. Oh, such a good book. Right in the feels, though, right? Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. Without spoiling anything, because I actually want Jen to read it because I think she'll like it, even yeah. though okay. it's based kind of around wrestling. Meh. I'll read it. Yeah, it's on yeah. my uh, the wrestling part is bucket. just the action. Yeah, but uh, the. Uh, the on uh, my bucket list for the show for next year yeah. is I want to get that guy on the show. Okay. Yeah, it's he liked my tweet about the book last oh, week. There you go. So, uh, yeah, I don't know how easy or hard it shall be, but uh, I'm gonna give it a go. I have a couple. Of, I have a couple of things that I want to try and get on the. A couple of people I want to try and get on the show next year. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Tell me, you know, once you get them on, be like, okay, now you need to merchandise this, 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 these characters. We need action figures. We need more T-shirts at large sizes on your available on your website, so that the big, fan, you know, <laughs> your larger fans can buy them. <laughs> yeah, he should know that being a uh, being a wrestling fan himself, he should know that wrestling shirts should go into bigger sizes. Yeah, well, the, he had them in bigger sizes. They just they weren't available. Oh, they anymore. just sold they out. Were sold out. Yeah, and you can see. I think there was some the larger, but it was like the you know like extra large and extra extra. I think were the ones that were like sold out. So who knows? Yeah, it it says something about him though that like how well I like this comic meant that I went back and I'm slowly going through like the rest of the stuff that he's done. Yeah, because you were gonna said you were gonna give the uh, Beta Ray Bill book. A read. Oh no, I have. Oh, have you? It's oh, okay. just we we got it back in stock, so now yeah. I'm oh. like thinking I might pick it up. Nice. Yeah, because it's a it's a great read. Um, he did. He's done two other or three other books. Uh, Wonder Woman Dead Earth, which was one of the Black Label series books. Okay. That I really enjoyed. Uh, he did a book called e- Extremity that I have no idea anything about it. I just mm-hmm. know that he did it, and I'm like, okay, I, I'm uh, okay. Going I'll to try to look at this, and uh, and a book called Murder Falcon that's about heavy metal, I think, and like a bird guy with a like gigantic robotic arm. <laughs> because that's okay. the other thing is he like he tends to be very good at taking like absurd ideas and turning them like it's still keeping them absurd and very comic booky, but like making them awesome and easy to like go through kind of thing. Like to the point where like this, this do a power bomb for instance is a, a book that I actually, I honestly think that Jen will quite like when she mm. reads it. And really nothing about it really screams out like on its surface that this is a gen book. But at the heart of it, I, I think she'll really dig it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't scream out it's a gen book other than you keep trying to get me into wrestling. <laughs> no, it's not even that, to be honest. It's just 
He is he is very very good. Uh, he his name's Daniel Warren Johnson for our listeners. He's very very good at doing like these weird stories, but putting an emotional core to it. That's really good. Like that yeah. that final issue of Do a Powerbomb, a great example of it. Well, like I will he, read it and give a full review. Yeah. In, <laughs> in the end, really, it's a story about family. Talk yeah, family. 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 None of us can do a Vin Diesel. No. No. I, I caught the end of Fast and the Furious 6 on TV today. That's the one where they blow up all the airplanes and kill, kill Gal Gadot. Uh. Oh. I, I vaguely. Yeah. I know I saw it. And and then in the after credit scene, they kill off Han to tie in Tokyo Drift into the back end of the timeline. Yeah, but he's not dead though, right? No, because now they brought him back in the in the last one. Uh, uh, yeah, it's the the Fast and the Furious movies for me are like the um, Mission Impossible movies. I know I've seen them. I could not tell you the plot of any of them. Oh yeah, no. They, they, after a while, it's like even my brother and I were like, okay, well, this is which one is this one again? And he was trying, well, since it's the end, we're trying to remember what the beginning of it was. To be like, oh, and it's like, oh no, no, it's not that one, because The Rock has a broken arm in that one, not in this one. So is this yeah, the guess... one? Uh, it kind of go, is, when did The Rock join them? That's the one where versus... he flexes off his cast. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it's basically the like the other point That's is the next like, one. it's like when you have to remember at like which point does... The villain from the last movie become a good guy in the next movie. That those are like yeah. the differing points, right? <laughs> I just remember the the one that you're talking about with the the rock wearing the cast. Yeah, just because that like that dialogue is etched into my brain, and he's like, "Daddy's got to go to work," and then yeah. he flexes <laughs> and breaks the cast. Off. I'm pretty sure that is the that is seven because. He breaks. Uh, Jason Statham breaks his arm, doesn't he? At the uh, very beginning, when he, yeah. I think at the very beginning he attacks his police force officer, and that's when how he ends up with a broken arm. Yeah, he was a police Are we officer. Another... Who the rock well, was? Yeah, yeah, he's like an hell? international police officer of some sort. Yeah, God, those movies yeah. are so ridiculous. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, I think at some point in the. And that movie is when they join end up like almost working with the CIA. When um, what's his name? Uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell shows up because he's Mr. Kurt Russell's Nobody. In those movies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember him at all. <laughs> yeah. I think seven was it seven or eight when they jump the car between buildings in Dubai. I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nine is what no, like my brother said they finally went to space. Yep. Ten's the next one, isn't it? Yep. And that's when the Transformers Nine. show up. Or they, they fight with dinosaurs. Yeah, that's it. They figured out fight di- in time. Ooh, there you that's- go. Is <laughs> that's how they can hit the trifecta in one movie. <laughs> is the what we don't know is Fast and Furious Ten is the lead in to Transformers Beast Wars <laughs> or Primal or whatever it's called. Or, or here you go, even better, it's the fourth movie in the Back to the Future franchise and they get <laughs> themselves an updated DeLorean and take it 80 <laughs> miles an hour 
and end up back in time to the first movie and have to do things to stop or to set everything in motion so that the movies happen. Uh, see, it wouldn't be a DeLorean, though. If you just soup up that same Detroit muscle car. Yeah. Yeah. But like now picture it with all the stuff from Back to the Future. <laughs> DeLorean all over it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Okay. If I I'm... don't need plutonium. I've got family. There you go. <laughs> family powered. Where we're going, we only need family. <laughs> the harder the oh, somebody flexes, please the Photoshop me that poster. <laughs> just like Vin's head in like coming out of a DeLorean and that's the tagline for uh, Fast to the Future oh yes oh, there you go you oh, Fast to the Future that's the tagline where we're going we only need family <laughs> I have a day off tomorrow. I might need to work on this. <laughs> Stay tuned to the Facebook uh, and Instagram pages to see if Ryan actually goes through with it. Mm. I'll make notes. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, uh, that brings us to the end of this episode, uh, which has been fun. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, with that in mind, Geek Picks, who wants to go first? Uh, I'm still making notes. Go ahead, Jen. For once, I'll go first. So, I discovered something was streaming on Netflix, I believe. (laughs) Um, show that I've been looking for on DVD for quite some time. Do South! (laughs) Yeah, that got added to Netflix like last month, I think. Yeah! So... For those of you who weren't teenagers in the 90s or, you know, alive then, um, it's a TV show about a Canadian RCMP officer, a Mountie, who ends up in Chicago helping out a, like, typical Chicago cop solve his crimes. Uh, and then there's a whole subplot about his father and, you know, but I don't want to get into that because I don't want to spoil it. Um, so I looked it up on Wikipedia it premiered in 1994. <laughs> uh, so I watched the first episode the other day, and it's still in, like, the small TV, like, with the black bars on the side. And yep. hasn't been digitally anything. Um, stars Paul Gross, uh, who I had a major crush on as a teenager because he was very handsome. Um, and a bunch of other people, but mostly importantly, Paul Gross. <laughs> and... Um, Leslie Nielsen plays his father eventually. I haven't got there yet because I just watched the first episode. Um, it And it's, oh, it's so cheesy. I love it. So I highly, highly, highly recommend that everybody watch this and just take it for what it is. Pure cr- comedy, crime drama cheesiness. Um, to add to that, I remember that show being one of my grandmother's favorite shows at the time. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Did your grandmother also like Paul Gross? Oh, probably. <laughs> okay, so that's my geek pick. Okay, I'm gonna, I, I'll see you do south and raise you one The Dresden Files. Did you ever I, watch that? No, I've never watched that. 
It's based uh, on a series of books. Yes. Um, there's uh, one season. Um, it is available to watch through the CTV website and their apps. Um, I don't think it was on. It's on Crave, so I think it's only on like CTV.ca and through that stuff. Uh, that's where I've watched it actually. Um, I've been watching that sometimes when I need to sit at the computer and do some work and want to stream something. Uh, he is a wizard who one of his magical w- items that he uses, you know, like his magical wand, is a hockey stick. <laughs> Uh, it takes place in Chicago, but I'm pretty sure it was filmed in Toronto. Like a lot of so, those shows. So was were. due south. <laughs> yep. And uh, if you remember the father slash police officer from Arrow, uh, the the, uh, yeah, the, yeah. the main cop, uh, yeah, this yeah. is him, but like 20 years before that, uh, maybe not 20, yeah, maybe 20. At least 15 years before that. So he's a bit of a younger man. And he's the star of the show. He's Dresden. And we learned about this magical world that's out there. There's vampires. There's other beasts and magical things. And, you know, he's kind of he's kind of like John Constantine, but American and not as not as drunk. (laughs) He, uh, you know, he's like he's a wizard for hire. And he kind of helps the local police. He's, you know, he, he gets brought in on cases by the local, by the local detectives that he's befriended and saved over the years, and you know, helps people out. And it only got one season, but it's it, it's pretty fun. I think there's a book series that I've heard is is, is very yes, good. That's why it sounds familiar. I've read one or two of the books. Yeah, but a long time ago, so I like barely remember them. <laughs> but that yeah, sounds oh. really good. I want to watch that. Yeah. What's his name? Um. Uh. The dude who played Spike on Buffy. Oh, James Marsden. Yeah, James Marsden. He did the audiobooks for it. Oh, as you say, I don't. Yeah. I haven't seen him in any episodes yet. But I oh yeah, no, he's not in the show. He did uh, the audiobooks for it, and uh, James Green uh, used to swear by those. Oh, okay. He, he <laughs> like and he did like multiple books that it, it to the point where like. There's one book in like the middle of the series where he didn't do, and James said it was like kind of jarring when you got to that book. No, oh, because you're so Cause used it, to him. It's, yeah, it's just suddenly a completely different voice on it. Mm. You know, so I was looking this up. Uh, Paul Gross from uh, Due South is 63. I know. I looked at a picture of him, and now he's old. And his his daughter was in Mindhunter. Oh, okay. Yeah, it played uh, the girlfriend of like one of the main characters. Hmm. Like, was in ten episodes of it, which is like that's the like I didn't realize there was any connection, kind of thing. But anyways, yeah. yep. So Dresden Files. Dresden. Yep. Okay, your turn. Ah. So many choices, so many choices. Stay on theme. Um, old TV shows. Go. Old TV shows. <laughs> Night Court. Yeah, but were you watching it? No, I, actually, I'm not. Um, yeah, exactly. You know what? I <clears throat> I have been flipping through a little bit because of, like, sidebar, because of Kevin, is Pluto TV. Because they have those streaming channels where it's just, like, playing a show. And, like, you might come into it, like, halfway through an episode, and then, like, it just keeps going kind of thing. Oh, never heard of it. 
it's a free app that you can like put on your Xbox or TV or whatever. Oh, okay. I think it's owned by CBS. Okay. But uh, yeah, um, actually, no. My uh, geek pick for the week is I picked up on Black Friday uh, through the Xbox Network the Castlevania collection. It, it has every Castlevania game that they had made like up until re- I don't think it has the N64 game. I think that's the cutoff. But it does have a couple of the PlayStation games and a couple of Game Boy games on it, which oh, I tried playing and I gave up. I'm like, this this does not translate well to my TV. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it wouldn't. But those those yeah, those games are like hard but rewarding when you like manage to pass something well that's how video games used to be right yeah not now with these when you get unlimited lives you just respawn and respawn and respawn and keep going back then you had like three lives oh no for sure i like it better when you can just respawn you don't have to worry about it but just saying all right I also like the fact that there are save states now, so you can't save in the, like in this case, can't save in the middle of the level, but you can save at like the start of levels kind of thing. I guess it depends on how long the level is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, pretty, it's been a lot of fun. I'm, I, I decided to start playing three because that, that was my favorite out of the series, but part of me wants to start at like the first one and work through the entire series. So. Yeah, Castlevania collection, uh, depending on uh, what system you've got, it might be fairly cheap. I got it on Black Friday for five bucks, so <laughs> definitely worth the, the money. Speaking of money, uh, did we have to send out uh, shout outs to our lovely patrons at uh, patreon.com slash true north nerds. If you would like to help us out and pay a couple of the uh, help us pay a couple of the bills for the podcast, uh, you can by just joining us. Uh, Three dollars gets you in the door. You'll get a little bit of exclusive content, but more. It's just a like thanks uh, for uh, for everything. So, um, with that in mind, uh, the exclusive content that we released this week was uh, a musical sort of thing that I put together with uh, Mr. Alex Kruger, who is uh, from the Composers Project uh, podcast. It's called A Sin City Christmas. So I put that in uh, in the Patreon to, uh, you can stream it, you can download it, uh, feel free to listen to it. Might not be everybody's cup of tea. As a precursor, uh, the thing that I'm giving you next week is definitely not everybody's cup of tea, but there's a story to go behind it. So, uh, oh no, your... you're gonna make you're gonna make people leave our Patreon. No, mm. it's uh, they don't have to take it. I'm not you too. I'm not throwing it onto everybody's <laughs> phone. Yeah, he's not you hacking have the choice. You two's never living that down. <laughs> so, with that in mind, thanks goes out to Drew, Karina, Rhino Vision. The aforementioned Alex James Kruger, Team Woods, who is also very nice enough to have done our website, which is uh, truenorthnerds.com. It's just the landing page, points you in the direction of our various things. Mike Hammond, Gavin, and Rex. 
So uh, thank you very much. Your support has been very much appreciated. And it means uh, the, I took a look at the, the money. I'm not sure exactly what. So it's got to go from Patreon to PayPal. Uh, but uh, And PayPal will take a little chunk of it. But at the end of the day, uh, this should take care of both uh, our uh, – hosting for the year and for possibly for uh, the rights to the theme song done by Kirby crackle, which uh, we, because we like artists and musicians, we didn't just rip it off of them. We, we talked to them and we have a licensing agreement, which we pay for every year. Um, it's, uh, and quite honestly, uh, Kyle would have probably forgotten by now. <laughs> about it but we are nice ethical people so yeah so thank you to everybody who has helped out so far and if you don't want to join the patreon that that's perfectly fine uh just every once in a while share out stuff from the episode on twitter or facebook or whatever or write a review on whatever platform Yeah, I I took a look at the uh, the stats for the last month, and we we get like a thousand listens between the the basically at this point the two shows. Um, so the, you know, the, I know you guys are out there. There's it, someone nice to, to other people. There's someone that's listening either in or through Columbus. Columbus, hello out there. Yep. Hello. Uh, where Contact was it? Uh, we got something from South America last month too. Oh, hey, cool! Yeah, they they updated how the the mapping is done, so I can even pinpoint some of the countries now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely no pressure, but you know, it'd be awesome to hear from you guys, especially people who are outside of our little, you know, county of Simcoe, Northern Ontario, bubble, yeah, Central Ontario bubble. Yeah. yeah. So with that in mind, uh, that brings us to the end of the episode. Ryan, where can people listen to you beyond this show? Beyond this show, you can catch me with uh, Snowheart Cosplay, uh, Ed Campbell, on Tales from the Collectiverse once a month, where we talk about uh, collecting stuff, mostly action figures, but we do talk comics and uh, whatever, if we have a guest on whatever they collect, but uh, sometimes video games, sometimes comics, toys, uh, but we always review what we've heard is coming out in for new releases. Uh, we 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 talk about uh, what we've picked up over the last month, which some months are more than others. And then we usually try to have a third segment where we have a guest that we can get to learn about their stuff or just talk about something that's topical. Last month we just shot the shit because we were catching up. We hadn't really had an episode. We had to do an extra long one because we missed a month because of life. But, uh, yeah, we will have one out this month, whether it's before or after Christmas, and most likely after Christmas, because then we can talk about what we got for Christmas. Yep. <laughs> and uh, and you're in. Because I've oh, already well, invited myself onto that. No, yeah, that one's in January. That's the, oh, the year. Sorry. The, 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 the January episode will be the review of last year, of this year, when we talk about our favorite toys, the best ofs, and all that fun stuff. So look forward to that episode. Spoiler um, alert, probably going to be a lot of G.I. Joe talk, I think. Probably. <laughs> That's a safe bet. Uh, along with that, uh, you can find us on our Instagram at Tales from Collectiverse, where we post pictures of all of our unboxed new stuff and make some little, some try to make some little fun videos sometimes too and see what people want to, 
you know, see. What about you, Jen? Um, other than this show, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Dolls and Ponies. Uh, and I take pictures of the stuff that I collect, mostly dolls and ponies. Mostly dolls. Uh, I should start doing ponies, too. Um, mm. Yeah. And we look yeah, forward to having s- you on the on our show in the new year sometime, maybe February, if it okay. fits into your schedules. Sure. I'll talk about dolls and ponies. Yep, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, this is mainly what I'm doing right now is the show. I am going to be doing a Christmas episode of The Dark Side, which uh, I may also make available to patrons. I haven't decided whether I, I want to give that a go yet or not. But uh, beyond that, uh, yeah, uh, The Dark Side and... Um, with news to come, I might be appearing on somebody else's podcast. Uh, yeah. And, uh, it, and this came out of like kind of a cold call, to be honest. So, uh, it, you called them or Wait, they called somebody you? cold called they, you or you nope, cold they called, called them? Uh, they talked to, to me. They had caught my, uh, my last appearance on, uh, uh, Kruger Records through the the uh, what is one of the uh, the composers network of shows, and I I guess um, Alex who had been on Alex who hosts that show had been on their show, but uh, in in a weird way like they uh, they do a lot of like they pump out shows a lot mm-hmm. and they they already had like he recorded his in July and it didn't come out until like last week oh wow yeah so there so i didn't i don't want to hype it up too too much into especially since i haven't recorded it because who knows life might get in the way before then but uh yeah uh, there's that and a couple other things so um we, do we have an episode before christmas uh, um look at my calendar do 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 today is the 11th as we record this, this episode will come out on the 12th. Yeah, so there we'll yes. have to record something uh, to be we out should. for Boxing Day. Yes. So you'll hear it from us at least on once Christmas. more before this year's done. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll save the happy holidays until that episode. Yep. <laughs> until then, uh, thank you very much for listening, and we will st- you will hear from us in a future episode if I can learn to speak English at some point. It'll help. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the True North Nerds. You can find us at truenorthnerds.com or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True North Nerds. To contact one or any of the nerds, you can email them at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Theme music provided by Kirby Crackle. You can find more of their music at kirbycracklemusic.com. If you like this show, please go to your podcast app of choice and rate and review us.